When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. The PowerWorks Opanaki Cup, where the country best wet track sprinters converge on New Plymouth track for a crack at 80000 in prize money. I can see Kempe licking his lips. This year's field is headlined by the very informed stable of the Shake Al Sharok. And he's with us on the line now to talk about his chances. Morning, Al. Morning, boys. How you going, my friend? How you going? They've told me don't jump oh. into it straight away, Izzy, but, mate. You feeling good? Yeah, I am actually. Yeah, we're the shit, but um, other than that, mate, well, I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Uh, well, before we get into the the main, what well, the reason why you got on here, obviously, want to really lead us into some horses. And I just want to congratulate you on the couple of weeks ago, mate. You had a fantastic weekend, and I told Kempe to to ring up Al and just really give him a big hug from me and. Tell him I love him because it was a great weekend. We're in Auckland, so well needed. But, mate, <laughs> we're going to talk to some rugby about with you, with the All Blacks, mate. We know you're a big rugby fan. We know you're yeah. passionate as always. I'm, I'm starting to switch the league, Dan. <laughs> I tell you the way we're going. Are you gone? Have we lost you? No. No, no. No, you're there. No, no, no. Oh. Have we lost you to the league? Is that, is, that, is that where this is going at the oh, moment? Oh, start, start the way, mate. You know, it's uh, too many cards. And, oh, it's just... I had a couple of good friends went to the test the other day at half time. They didn't know whether to go for a pee or just go and spew. That's how bad they were travelling. Oh. You know? It's not good, eh? It really ain't. Nah, it's not yeah. good, Al. Morning. Great to have you on the program, mate. Hey, um, look, I always get fascinated by this. You top uh, horse trainers, you have a connection, a way to read your animals to get the best out of them. It is like coaching. I think we've spoken about this before. What are you seeing that they're missing that it's not quite getting through to the players at the moment? Is there anything you've picked up? Oh, mate, I, I just feel they're not playing for Fozzie. It's as easy as it is, you know. They're not buying into it, are they? They look rudderless. They're just, um, yeah, to me, they, they're lost. Mm. Yeah, which we haven't seen that with all black sides for a lot of years. A lot of years. No. Yeah. Yeah, you did right out. That's ho- hopefully they can sort that out. Um, mate, big week down there. The boys keep asking me about Just Ask Me. You've got Darcy LaBella in the race. What's a, what's the week been like? How are they both travelling? Uh, yeah, they're both going real good, Mac, but it's hard to get a line through, just ask me. He's a bit like Gimpy was. He's a very poor trainer, but a good racer. Oh. So, yeah, that's probably why he got his name as well. But um, I did say to Lisa Allfress the other day, I said, I think you're on the winner the way she's working, but I said, don't look over your shoulder at the 100 because the other horse will be coming. So, mm. yeah, he's, he's, he's not an enigma, just ask me, but... Uh, 
he does everything wrong in the race, but he winds up very hard at the end of it. So, like on on their fitness and the way they look, I can't split the two horses, but I've got to lean towards Darcy Labella. She just um, she's a different being this year, and she's just getting better and better. Oh, see, see, I don't know what to do. I'm so confused because last race, Kempy said, "Mate, too heavy." Just asked me, won't win. Then it won and paid nine bucks, and I was spewing. <laughs> I heard about that, Daggy. You get back the first two, and then he give you the old brush off and got the money for himself, and you and Dad missed out. I heard about the whole story, mate. <laughs> yeah, Dad, Dad wasn't impressed. He nearly went on, and he said, "No, nah, no, nah, Kempy said it's carrying too much weight. It's been in the paddock. It's a bit like us all. We, we've got we're blowing out a wee bit, but no, come home, mate. But if if if, the, if your horses are going to have the ideal race, how do you see it panning out? Oh, well, I think the the little mare, Darcy LaBella, she'll posse up fifth or sixth place. She drops from 59 to 55. Um, Louis made mention of a, you know, there's a few nice horses down at 53 kilos, but are they going as well as I'd like them to, you know? So, and uh, just ask me, well, he'll he'll get back in the run. He's sure of no consequence at all. And Troy's just got to pick a path and crank him up from the half mile, mate. And as I say, he he won't relent. The tougher it gets, the tougher he'll go. Short of his best distance, Daggy, but um, mm. home track, he won it last year. We could it last year. It'd be nice if we could it again this year. Yeah, it's, it's going to be... Um, look, I actually think this is one of the highlights of the last couple of months, to be honest. The, the Just the way it pans out, it looks like it's going to be a fascinating race and will he have enough time to wind up and... With that 5kg swing to your mare, she's going to be in front of him, and you always want to be on the horse in front in those situations. What does weight do on heavy tracks for um, punters or, or sports fans that aren't quite familiar with the L? Like, what do those heavy tracks do when, you, when you're outweighted? Yeah, it's very hard to carry it, Louie. Like, um, you put a you put a five kilo bag of spuds on your back and go for a run against someone that has it, you're going to relent in the end. Mm. Um, and that's what it comes down to. But then you draw a run through his, draw a line through his run at uh, Hastings. He, I'm not being disrespectful, he had a kid that I didn't think could get him going at 58 kilos. He only goes up two, and and we've got nigh on a master riding him this week. So um, I'm hoping Troy sticks with him to the Livermore. That's his main aim, 2,000 metre, the last day of the bay. So. I'll just track. I'll just track quietly along, give him a couple of fitting runs in between, and there'd be a chance in a race like that. They drop away for the liver mile, and he'll get two thousand metres, as you see. I just had to pick the boys' jewels up off the floor. Yeah, I, I know. Why I haven't told them four pockets. <laughs> I haven't told them about that one. You got Arasina in the race too. The last L. What, what do you think of uh, the chances of that? Well, boys, if, if I was to give you one for the day, I think it's her. Just quietly. Got my young apprentice on. You'll probably get a dollar more on the tote because no one knows who he is. She went super first up and her work since has been uh, nothing short of outstanding. So going around with uh, 53 and a half in the last, he's probably a good each way play, I would say. Hey, and what about what about your brother, mate? Have you heard from him lately? Like He's gone into that role as the boss of the, the racing game and just brushed everyone. What's he up to these yeah, days? Yeah, 
Oh, he must be a very busy man. If he's not working for NZTR, he'd be shopping because he has a woman and a man's body. You know that, so. <laughs> oh, oh, I love that banter. Oh, I love that banter. Yeah, and a... I'll have to put up with that comment all weekend because he's coming to see us. Are you coming to play, Tony, or are you staying up north? Oh, I'm saving myself, Alan. I know you've got. I know you oh. got me a couple of treats when I come down there, but I'll just save that up yeah. for another time. Louis Gunn. Yeah, we're bringing. One of, one oh, of be a headache. Yeah, L, L. But I've got yeah. a, I've got a stand for me, and he can't wait to spend Saturday night with you, young Louis. He is coming down. We, Clay, oh, is he? Clado, yeah. and actually, we're even bringing Sticko, Steve McKees. Oh, Sticko's <laughs> coming to play, is he? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're coming down for. Uh, we'll, we'll be doing the Good Oil and the Mail Run live. So, if you're at the track Saturday morning, I'll have to catch up and get you on the headset um, uh, live. Uh, hey, you just before we let you go, so you, you made the mention of the liver malt. Um, I can't see him in the market, so that's that's how much. No, you... that's, uh, well, the nominations for that are um, August the second, and even Butch Castle says, "Well, we can't get on; he's not even in it." But that race, Louis, does drop away, yeah. and um, believe me, he's he wouldn't be the worst if we got a dead or slow track. He's run thirty-three nine sectionals in some of his races in his career, so he's not just a mudder. I'll give you the tip. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we have to do a bit of work and make sure we can get a market um, up there so we can have a play. Now, the other one, just before we let you go, looking at the futures. So it's the first uh, Group 1 on the calendar, the Tarzino race you are very familiar with. You've got Butler and, obviously, Darcy LaBella. Darcy LaBella, 12 bucks. Butler, 14s. Look, I think this market's um, a real opportunity for a, a smart futures punter because Imperatriz is on weather watch, and she's way too short at 4 bucks. On Trevor Year, trialled up with a big question mark, and I don't know where they would want to, uh, to set her for. I think it would be more of, like, the summer. La Creek, she's got bigger ambitions in Melbourne. Um, on the bubbles will be going, but then you get into Darcy LaBella and Butler. So how are your two going, and are they right on track for the, that race? Yeah, they are. They're going super. They're, they're both going to battle for a run in the Foxbridge because, unfortunately, the, the stakes-performed horses get in before the rating horses. Darcy LaBella, if she happened to win this, would probably qualify her. Butler's a very, very good horse, Louis, but uh, he's rated 85. Whether I can find my way into those races, I think it's not beyond him. Um, and you forgot the little fella that won his trial the other day with his tongue poking Tavie out Mac. the side of his head. Yeah? Tavi Mack. He's not the worst old Frodo. Don't worry about that. <laughs> he's, yeah. a, he's a funny character. <laughs> You're going to have a look at that video. The whole way down the straight, he's got his tongue out, poking it out to everyone, laughing. Yeah, he's like, like Mickey Walker. Hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing the poop yeah. <laughs> Hey, Al, just one question before you let you go. You reckon Doc Van Prague would make good radio if we got him on? Oh, outstanding. I rang him yesterday. He's uh, Doc Holiday. He's down the South Island skiing. I said, have you broken your ankle yet? <laughs> he said, no, I'm still upright, mate. I'm still upright. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him on. We'll get him on. The boys are crying in here at the moment. They've only heard stories, but we'll get him on the radio. Hey, don't, don't tell him the story about when he when I fell over the bank and then Trini kicked him over and he came 50 <laughs> metres through the foliage and nearly knocked me down another 50. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that's not for radio. I'll tell it. <laughs> hey, hey, mate, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for the um, the tips. Go well this weekend. Good mate. luck, Al. I'm back in you, bud. Go just Good ask luck, me. Boys. Please. Right <laughs> see, see you Saturday. There you go, Alan Sharrick. Uh, there's plenty going on in the world of sport, including cricket here, there, and everywhere. We're just trying to track down Dane.
Cleaver, who is up in Ireland. Uh, some good messages here. Isaiah Walker-Lewery. Yep, there we go. Um, he had a hell of a series for the Māori All Blacks, mm. and someone would like to see him put in that All Blacks get a call up. Yeah, it's a fair shout. He's, playing for, he's played for the uh, Hawks Bay Magpies. He's been at the Hurricanes. Injuries probably affected him, but he's a good opportunity. Big body, man. Big body. He's from Gizzy. Um, you know, he's played for Gizzy Boys. He's great representative. You know, it's been question marks about, um, you know, how we need locks that can play a full 80, you know, or somewhere thereabouts. You know, Sam Watlock and Brady Rattel, they go for the full 80, so that allows you to pick um, players off the bench. So, um, yeah, that's, that's not a bad shout. We've got some quality locks in here. Obviously, Josh Lord injury, probably pretty effective. Quinton Strange down in Tasman, Mark Hall, you know, limited. Mitch Dunche, he's carrying a, a few niggles. Um yeah, Scrafton. You got you got a couple that are that are floating around. You got um Josh Dixon. Josh Dixon down in the Highlanders. Dairy up in Auckland. Um Good Hugh. Mate, there's a few. Yeah, there are options here. There are a few different options. So keep your nominations coming through. Who should join the the, uh, the lads up there in South Africa? But let's talk some cricket, Gimby. Yeah, look, the winnings continued for the Black Cup. Uh, Black Caps up in Ireland as they put on a clinic in the field and with the ball in hand this morning. Bowling the Irish out for just ninety one as they chased 179. And just the second crack at that level, Dane Cleaver was instrumental setting up that score, putting up a dynamic 78 from just 55 balls. Dane has been good enough to talk to us on the show this morning. Now for a debrief. How you going, mate? Hey, mate. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Oh, good, mate. Good, good. You've, you're, uh, your boys will be happy you've wrapped that one up, Dane. How's the feelings in the sheds? Yeah, no, nah, pretty good feeling. Series win and... Obviously, a pretty good performance all round from the boys, so no happy. And mate, for your own performance, Dane uh, Izzy here, mate. Appreciate you coming on the show at such short notice, mate. And just quickly, from a media's point of view, we really appreciate uh, your ability to to come on and, and really have access to us. Appreciate it. Um, but quickly, uh, your performance, mate. First, your first, your debut. You probably didn't get the the treats you were after, but second out, mate, seventy eight not out. You must be pretty happy with that. What was the difference? Oh, no, not a whole lot of difference. That's just sort of, you know, how it is, mate. Yeah. It's sort of the nature of the beast. And I think, you know, prepared well. And, and I think just was a bit more confident in my options. And then you get a bit of luck go your way. And it was a good day out. Oh, beautiful. Just that simple, is it? <laughs> wow. Yeah, something like that anyway. <laughs> hey, mate, there was a, there was a uh, video of your family uh, in the stands, mate. You got, you got the family tram with you? Yeah, no, I've been very fortunate enough to have uh, my wife and my uh, young son over here travelling around with us, and um, no, they've been loving it, and it's been pretty special having them, obviously making my debut for my country, and um, having them around, it's been pretty cool. Mate, how, how have you been been able to stay, uh, you know, stay staunch in, in your career? Like, um, you're 30 years of age, you've been around for Central Districts for, for a wee while, you've you played a tonne of cricket, did you always have that belief, and was this always... On the radar, did you think it was going to happen with su- in such a late note, like late late into your career? Well, I suppose you always have to, mm. you know, have some semblance of belief in yourself. Otherwise, you know, yeah. if you don't have it, no one else should have it in you, right? So, um, no, I think I always, you know, that's always been the dream. And um, I mean, it's come a bit later for me, but I think you know that comes with it some um, positives as well. You know, you've had that experience, and you're a bit more comfortable in your own skin and. Um, so I feel, yeah, I feel very grateful to have the opportunity, but um, also, you know, I want to play as much as I can for my country. 
There's a bit of that with the Black Caps and New Zealand cricket's philosophy at the moment, isn't there, Dan? You look at guys like Daryl Mitchell, Michael Bracewell, that in recent times mm-hmm. have kind of come through a similar path and taken a while, but then really flourished at the top level. What do you think it is about the New Zealand cricket or the Black Caps environment that, that when you get your chance, you're kind of built and you're ready and you're supported that you can perform? Yeah, no, I think it's, one is the environment. Obviously, they've worked really hard over over the past, I suppose, decade to create an environment where when you do come in, you know, you're you're able to be yourself and you're able to feel confident and, and you know that everyone's backing you to do the job. Um, so that's one thing. But also, I think it's a credit to the, the strength of domestic cricket in New Zealand. You know, people coming in um, off, you know, strong domestic form and being able to replicate that on the world stage, which is, um, you know, it's pretty... It's, pretty awesome to see from New Zealand. Hey, Dane, I remember when I was playing and a New Zealand team was was also playing at the same time. You had the cricket and your, your All Blacks, um, your netballers and watching them, them play. How have you guys gone about the last week with watching what's happened over here in New Zealand and the Irish winning the Test Series when you're playing Ireland? And have you guys had a conversation behind closed doors about the impact uh, that could actually have on you blokes in the long run? Uh, no, I haven't addressed it specifically, um, but I think, as you can imagine, being over here, it's um, not too far from the front of mind <laughs> with the uh, Irish, Irish punters and, uh, and, and, and you know, just how um, important it is for, you know, New Zealand culture and, and you know, the New Zealand public. So um, it's definitely been on the radar um, as you can imagine, but um, we haven't had any specific conversations around that at this stage. Mate, what about Michael Bracewell? A hat-trick. A hat-trick. <laughs> we know how good he was oh. at bat in hand, but ball, mate, first over, four, a single, and then three straight wickets. How's he feeling right now? <laughs> oh, no, I imagine he's, he's buzzing, and as he should be, mate. He, um, he can do it all, that man. He's, he's having a great run, and, um, you know, it's all credit to him. He's in the same boat as me, I suppose. He's, you know played a lot of domestic cricket and, mm. and, you know, he's in a space where um, it's just so cool to see, you know, fellow fellow domestic cricketer but also a fellow New Zealander, you know, just lighting it up, which is awesome. Beautiful. Mate, what, what do you get up to, you know, like, oh, back in my day, mate, we couldn't afford basically getting an extra player over, let alone the wife and the children. Um, but what do you get up to in your spare time with your wife and that and how do you keep focused? Um, and when you're in such a, a wonderful uh, city, um, all these wonderful cities around the world. Yeah, well, obviously it's my, my first time, so I think um, it's been a bit of a balancing act. And you know, I'm lucky. Um, you know, my wife's pretty relaxed. We've had um, you know a bit of time apart, and and then also um, a lot of time together. And um, yeah, you just you just balance it the best you can. And um, I mean, try and switch off and and use rest days effectively. But then obviously when it comes to comes to work and cricket, you um, just get stuck in. So you won't be going to golf, mate. Let's be honest, you're going to be straight to be dead. You're going to go be dead <laughs> on your days off, I'm sure, eh, mate? That's probably the downfall of having the family over there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Everyone everyone understands that, I think. I think every uh, father uh, can understand that. And uh, I have been lucky enough to get out for a round or two, which yeah. is, uh, I suppose, a testament uh, to my lovely wife. Um, but it's definitely been, uh, you know, some pickings in the last six months. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, mate. I feel your pain. I haven't played for a couple of weeks, mate. I haven't played for a couple of weeks. But yeah. anyway, anyway, Dave, we appreciate you coming on the show. Congratulations on today's result and the way on a personal performance, mate. You're an outstanding. You've got plenty more ahead. So all the best.
Oh, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. There he is, Dane Cleaver. He's uh, played his second T20 today, delivered 78, not out. McCafe Coffee Catch-Up for a Thursday, and there's no one better to tune in with than the skip, the boss, Baz McCullum, while he's back in New Zealand. Morning, Bazza. Uh, morning, brother. Morning, boys. Welcome home, champion. Welcome home. How are you feeling, mate? How are you settling in back in uh, home duties on the life sentence block? It's wet, mate. How wet is it? It's like just <laughs> raining and raining and raining. There's no leaves on the trees. There's no sun. The golf courses are saturated. <laughs> but it's nice to be home, you know. It's lovely to be home and uh, lovely to see all the family and uh, and just sort of take a, a second to kind of, um, you know, the, the whirlwind that was going to India for the IPL and then straight on to obviously England for for uh, for that my new job, um, to be able to take stock and just, um, you know, uh, just regather your thoughts and all that. It's, uh, it's been pretty cool, actually. But how, how, look, you've been away, you went to India, like you said, you've gone to England, you've coached England to another level. How have you been received since you've been home? Like, everyone asks me, yeah, how's Bears? How's Bears? Oh, he's good, mate. He's good. Oh, you know, I'm doing really well. You obviously beat our black caps. But how, how's it been? Have you noticed a difference in, in people's approach? Oh, it's been really cool, actually. It's like the guys have been, uh, they've been amazing. They, they've been really responsive to, some of the messaging that you've brought in and, and probably to the slightly fresher kind of uh, less coachy kind of uh, manner that, that um, I like to operate in. And I think they've just enjoyed a little bit more freedom, to be honest. Um, I will say that the the previous regime as well, they had to deal with some pretty difficult circumstances around COVID and things too and the restrictions that were placed on the side. So that was really difficult So. You know, taking over the team with now borders and things being open and guys being able to go there and enjoy themselves. I think, you know, you add that to a slightly fresher approach and, and the guys have really responded, but I've loved it. I really have. And I know that there's going to be some tough times, no doubt, um, down the road. But, you know, you've got to remember these good times as well and, and, uh, and just sort of use those when, uh, when the tough times do arise because, um, you know, the, the, it's pretty cool at the moment to be able to see um, how these guys have responded to the approach. What about Kiwis? You're back home now. You're walking the streets. <laughs> what, what are the Kiwis saying to you, mate? Have you That's the, what have I want to know. The Eddie Jones, have you got the Eddie Jones yet or not? <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone's been quite nice, actually. But I guess that is, I mean, most of the people I kind of catch up with tend to be my mates. Not, not anything different. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I'm sure there's some people out there who are obviously, um, you know, like they they probably can't quite get it through their heads, but it's modern, it's modern day sport these days and there's only one top dog in as well, which has been occupied really well by, by Gary Stead and it was never never on the table. The opportunity mm. arose with England and, and um, it was too good a chance to turn down and I've loved it. But uh, everyone so far has been pretty positive and I think they're all, those who are genuine fans of cricket as well, like they get that New Zealand actually played quite well against us. We were just able to play slightly better, and that's got to be a good product for the game worldwide. Mm. Yeah, good on you, Bez. Good on you for being so open and honest about that stuff, uh, Kiwi at heart. Hey, look, we got to ask. Everyone in the world's looking at us at the moment, and especially with what happened with the All Blacks and, and Ireland, and you've been a, a coach now of the highest calibre. Are you taking any um, any views on what's going on? Are you, are you putting some stuff in your own bank on what not and what you should do going forward? Uh, it, was, it was quite interesting, Kim, because I went and caught up with um, Tim Saudi and Tim Seifert yesterday over in Hamilton for a coffee. I dropped my, my daughter off at her, uh, her pony riding day and um, 
and I went and caught up with him for a uh, coffee. And who happens to be in the in the cafe with his Ian Foster? I didn't go and say anything to him, so I didn't know. I didn't know if Fozzie would know who I was or anything, but I was going to go over and just give him a bit of a handshake and say, mate, just hang in there, you know. Wait for the wound to turn. You'll be right. But, uh, look, it's obviously tough tough times when you're in the coaching world and your team with such high expectations um, isn't quite delivering. So I guess from my point of view, I looked at it and I, it was a nice reminder that you never get too far in front of yourself as, as a coach. You don't get too high when things are good and don't get too low when things aren't. You just try and stick to what you need to do, surround yourself with the best people, which I think is really key. And, and that's something for me as well. You know, when you get one opportunity to be in these kind of jobs, you've got to make sure that you've got people around you who you think not only do you trust, but also mm. are able to drive the team forward and you have robust conversations with. They're not all singing from the same song sheet um, all the time. There's challenges and then there's a clear line of communication. Ultimately, you're responsible for those, those decisions, but you've got to have good people around you. That would be one thing I, that I've sort of picked up and, and it's been fascinating to watch for sure. Yeah, it's been a big week, Baz. It's been a huge week, a couple of weeks for the All Blacks and everyone asking questions, players, coaching, the messaging. I guess you've been through both situations. You've been through a Black Cats team when they were struggling. You've been through some successful times. From, from your point of view, are, are they far off? Uh, you should be, be uh, concerned about what we're seeing, or, or as a coach, like how would you approach what's going on in, in the current situation? Yeah, I guess like, I'm not going to comment on the actual rugby side of it because whilst I love my rugby, I don't have the intricate details and knowledge mm. that, or experience that's required to to pass judgment on that. But look, one thing I will say is that the last few days, and to see how much it's hurt the New Zealand people with yeah. the performance of the All Blacks is actually a positive thing because it means that the people of New Zealand genuinely care about our, our best, our number one product um, mm. on the sporting field, which is the All Blacks. And look, it sucks to have to admit it sometimes that you may not be up to the mark, but you just got to keep fronting up. You got to keep sort of trying to be honest and transparent with those that support you. And, and it's not all just in the good days that you want the support. It's also in the bad days that you a little bit of criticism and judgment's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I guess from my own sporting career, I was able to to probably um, come out the other side of that. Maybe when I was in it, I didn't quite have the appreciation for for that and the passion of the people that that follow the team. But I think you know now, with the benefit of being out of the game and, and dipping my way back into and doing a bit of media, you sort of see the obligations you have to to stay in touch with the very people that you're out there representing. Mm, love it. Hey, Baz, well, the other passion is, like myself, racing, and you've been <laughs> back in New Zealand, obviously checking out the form. I was a bit surprised that Tabata wasn't in the Opanaki Cup this week. Um, needed someone to put 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 uh, Just Ask Me Shoes on again. But um, have, you got any, have you got any bully for us? Have you got any bully for us, mate? You've got the head of the ground. Tabata's retired, lads, so she's done a wonderful job. She's uh, she's going to go and visit uh, Maurice, the super stallion, uh, across the ditch and, and look out for her first foal. It's going to be a flashy sort of uh, dark brown, black type of uh, type of foal. So I'm sure, you know, that'll be worth a lot of money and time and, and you can keep pottering around with you or just ask me on the winter track. <laughs> <Kempe>. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but no, I haven't. My horses, are, and, and funnily enough, like... Uh, I'm not too disappointed with it, seeing how much rain's falling out there. I like my horses to be racing a bit more in the sort of spring period. So hopefully the young ones that are sitting out in the paddock, whilst they might be getting a wet ass at the moment, hopefully they're just getting themselves ready to unleash on the, on the spring carnivals.
Bez, Maurice, now there is a, a stallion on fire, mate. So uh, where's he? Is he Arrowfield, is it? Or And, and how's, how'd you come about that? Obviously, you've got um, some, some friends in the racing game that, a know powerful their, man now. that know their pedi- powerful. pedigree is really uh, well. But where, how'd you land on Maurice for Tabata? Uh, well, just he's a. Well, he's a, a young stallion who's done some pretty awesome things, and obviously that Japanese blood as well. And and we just sort of want to uh, want to try and do something a little bit different, and feel that that she's a, a mare who is worth sort of investing a bit of money in as well. Um, and uh, and the, our partners in it, um, Greg Tomlinson, he's got access to some some very uh, very good stallions around around the globe as well. And and we just felt there was a nice lineup for. Uh, Nice lineup for her, so fingers crossed, eh, Louis? Fingers oh, crossed. No man. guarantees in this racing game, but yeah. And normally you breed to sell them, but I, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> at least you, at least you know who you love are. Love the mate. honesty, mate. And we're already in one partnership. Maybe you just hold a wee percentage for me, all right? There we go. Yeah, no worries, Danny. I'll tip you into it, mate. No worries. <laughs> Appreciate it, brother. Hey, uh, obviously, big news this week with Ben Stokes um, announcing he's going to step away from the ODI, mate. How's it been received over in England? And, and what's your take on it? The player load, obviously, ton of cricket he's played. You, you, you happy with the decision? Yeah, of course I am. And I guess, you know, like, Stokes is the uh, our skipper of our test side. And he's, the job that I've seen him do with this team in a very short period of time. Um, really excites me about what he can do with this side, particularly now that he's got a, he'll have a little bit more um, available time rather than sort of jumping from series to series to series. And mm. I guess England's a slightly different um, setup to most other uh, sporting or world um, cricket teams because they play quite a lot of cricket. Um, they're a wanted commodity around the world, and and they're able to generate such uh, a fan following, and also um, the financial returns that the game requires to support. 16 counties and and um, and all the big organisation that is English cricket. So, look, it's obviously we would all love to see Ben Stokes playing in all three forms of the game. Mm. Um, you know, he's an out-and-out superstar, and and we've seen what he's been able to achieve. Um, but sometimes, you know, things have to give way, and and I look at it as a positive that he's going to have the time to really immerse himself in in the Test um, side, and and also I think it's a real mark of the respect of the man that. Um, that he's sort of bucking the trend of of the short version mm. game and actually trying to focus on what uh, what he sees as a huge task trying to trying to get test cricket back to the levels or even exceed the levels that it's had in the past so I think it's a noble play from hey uh, that's, that's kind of if you're out looking from the outside looking in you probably get a sense is this a reflection of where cricket's at at the moment like test cricket is obviously at the top of the echelon and then you've got ODIs him you know, put, turning away from the ODIs, is this a reflection of, of where cricket's at and maybe where people and players are, are heading towards more, playing tweets and, and tests? Yeah, m- maybe. Uh, I guess there's not too many all-format players as well, Daggy. I think, like, um, you know, there's only a few players around the world who can probably uh, exceed in, in T20 one-day and test cricket. Mm. Um, so he's probably in a luxurious position that he... He's able to do that, but it also with the demands of the schedules and and with his heightened schedule now as um, as test test captain, um, it just would have become too much. He's also got a young family and there's a lot going on. So, yeah. look, I, I don't know if it's symbolic of where the game itself is at around the globe, um, but you know, I just I'd see it as an absolute positive to be honest. And 
um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to spend even more time with Stokesy trying to trying to get this thing cranking. Beauty. Hey, Baz, it's SENZ's uh, birthday one year, and uh, you, you know, I just thank you for allowing me to fill the big shoes of the skip and uh, and take it forward. But do you have a message to the fans? What have you What have you enjoyed uh, out of the CCN journey over this last year? Uh, no worries, Kempi. It's been a pleasure, mate. Um, oh, I've loved it. I've loved being a part of it. I loved help kind of set things up, and obviously, Daggy and I were. Uh, you know, we took a, a real bold punt as well, trying to trying to set things up uh, early in the morning, and a bit of a change to our schedules as well. Um, but I think it's fantastic. The fans are obviously engaged in in um, in uh, talkback radio and sport radio again, and and racing's got more of a platform, and mm. and I think it just gives us. An, and even this week has been another example of how much uh, sport on the radio has been missed, and and the ability to engage with with the fans of the games that we represent and also the ability to champion our champions has been something which I think has obviously been missed as well. So a big thank you to everyone involved and, and I think it's, uh, well, SNZ is just getting started, especially with you two fellas at the helm. <laughs> oh, mate, we appreciate it. We miss you, Bears, and, and we thank you for always finding time for, for the show and our listeners, mate. They miss you, but well done. Welcome home. Enjoy your time. When are you back up, when are you back up to England? Uh, 6th of August, I shoot back up there. We take on South Africa, so that'll be a big series if we can keep improving, keep sort of playing the style of cricket we have, then, then hopefully we're starting to get things embedded and we can, uh, we can look forward to, um, to what, what lies ahead next year. But South Africa will be a tough challenge, but it'll be cool to get up there and, um, and take them on again. Beautiful, mate. You get those tickets ready for me and Beef. We're over there. See you soon, mum friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get him back. They'll be high end tickets. <laughs> yeah. uh, appreciate it, Baz. All the best and, and love to the family, brother. See you, boys. See you, Baz. There he is, Baz. Only the best stallions, only the best tickets. Baz McCullough. So, mate, I've got to tell you, I, I, I actually contacted him. I get a couple of tickets for my nephew that was over there in Nottingham. He said, oh, any, any chance? I was like, mate, I can only send them out. Yeah, no promises. Baz, straight back. Yeah, babe, no worries. Tell them it's on this gate. Just like that. Got them. Mate. Me, no. Is that right? This is his, this is his <laughs> test series. First yeah. week. <laughs> this, yeah. Hey, bro, just a couple of tickets. Yeah, sweet ass, bro. That's the Kiwi way. Can't be, eh? That's the Kiwi way. <laughs> I love <laughs> that. Audacity is training us there. Now, <laughs> well, mate, you know, I'm just... Uh, you who else you asked? He was saying he was... I'll tell you who I have asked. I've asked Kushla for a polo. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't ask, you, you don't, don't get... get. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. We want to hear from you on the Com Games athletes that we just don't know of yet because we are a little bit ignorant and we're not in your hometown. We're there from. Who do you want to pump up? We've got one text here from Chris Matthew Oxenham going to the games wrestling under eighty six kgs. He's a boost. He trained at Oceanside in Christchurch. BJJ Jim. Thanks, Chris. And th- and that's what I want to know. I want to know like you know names like that. Well, we quite don't know. We know the Tom Walshes. We're going to miss Valerie this this time out. We know the Lisa Carringtons. We know the hockey, the the, the rugby. But there's those athletes that come and they throw that they throw a span in the works and they surprise us. And that's what we want to do. Champion our champions. We want to celebrate them. So somewhere we can look into. We appreciate that message, Chris. 
And Nathan, Kempe, you'll, you'll probably remember this. Hi, guys. I always remember as a young fella, the first time I saw the All Blacks lose, it was against France. The referee robbed us. Everybody knew it, and I was in shock. But when they interviewed Graham Murray afterwards, he immediately dismissed any excuses. He praised the French, and he praised his own players too. I was like, wow. Even when the All Blacks lose, they win. In tough times, we need to honour the black jersey. Cancelling press conferences just don't do that. Cheers, mm. Nathan. Yeah, well, Graham Murray, Dave Loveridge, two good Taranaki boys there. Um, Murray was a captain back in those days. He was one of my idols because of that. Uh, I do remember that, losing losing to France, not on one occasion. But I used to love the French. You know why I used to love the French? Because they had the best gear. Mm. You remember that? With the blue you, with the white cut. Mate, you'd go, even rugby union, rugby league, you see the, all the players, and they would have the best gear on. Like You'd walk out in your like, black tracksuit with your three stripes down the side of it. For Adidas, and they'd walk out in these like coats, mate, with fur on oh. them, these really cool shirts and piece of denim um, pants and big black boots, and go, "Whoa, who's outfitting you guys, Armani?" Probably. Hey. <laughs> so they were they were right in it. They were fashionistas, and they what was the guy's name? Seller, the centre. Yes, he was awesome. Intermac Seller. They just scored tries from mm. everywhere, and and um, but the Intermac, point- the fullback. He was awesome. It was baby Imzimak, right? Mm. And uh, Nathan, to your point, exactly. And I guarantee you, and this is this is where they don't understand it, Sam Kane and Ian Foster would have gone up there and they would have done that. Yeah, they and would then have. 20 years later, we might have had a text to another to SCNZ saying, I remember when Sam Kane and Ian Foster got up there and they were gracious and they and they were robbed of the opportunity to do that, to talk on, and, and I actually... and. It, do so, you feel like they're regretting that decision right now? Hundred percent. Oh, Mark Robinson's got to be absolute hand, hidden hands. Like, mm. Mate, they're is, still doing it. They're still yeah. they're still carrying on. Like the comms team. Like if if Robbo doesn't sort that out, that's a, forget the All Blacks. Sort your comm team out. Mm. Like it, the comms team is just. It's a new team too. They're just they're quite. Well, fresh. they can be oh, really, Malcolm's been They, they can while, get but. another new team as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, we, should we get Joe Lock on for an interview tomorrow? Yeah. Well, this is Joe. See, so, yeah, mate. Hey, all right, you, Joe, let's do it. Around the Grounds with Rainbird, the intelligent use of water. Oh, geez, Rainbird could probably help out most of the country at the moment. You heard Bears talk about how wet it's been down a mountain, mate. Lake Dag's back. My wife just mentioned it. It's bigger than ever, apparently. I'm like, what? So you're going to have to get down there today, get back in the digger, mate. Dig a I've cola. been digging um, swales around the house. I reckon I've made it worse. Because you've you got to have lasers. You've got to have lasers. And I just, I use my eye laser. <laughs> it's probably it's probably draining back into the grass. <laughs> yeah, it's typical digging. So I've just dug trenches around my paddocks. <laughs> just put holes in the paddocks. Just put holes in Rainbird. Oh, that looks about please the Please help spot. us. Please help me. BGG writes, please help us. All of our friends, Hydroflow, everyone, anybody, come and help. Get Mark in, mate, from PGG Wrightson. Mark's helped me. Mark, Mark Beatles, he's helped me. No one can help this situation. It's just rain, boys. There's been a ton of it down in the The council Christchurch. told you not to build your house there. And I built it over the swale, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> All right. Let's go around the grounds. Hey, uh, today, actually, here's one. I love this. At quarter past one, Portia Bing is racing in the women's 400 metres hurdles semifinals at the World Champs in Origin. She's the first Kiwi to ever do so. Our um, track stars have been on fire. Mm. We spoke about young Eddie, mm. uh, Zoe, Hobbs. Zoe Hobbs, now Portia Bing. So hopefully, look, I don't know. There's no way we're going to be able to give you an accurate read on whether she's going to make the final. But 
We're crossing our fingers and toes for her. What about tomorrow at 1am? The Tall Blacks play Korea and Jakarta, the FIBA Asia Cup quarterfinals. They've been flying, lads. They have. They have been flying. I'll go Tall Blacks. Just be patriotic here and back to lads. Saturday, 3am, Black Caps vs Ireland, third and final T20. Oh, they smash them. Black Caps. Yeah. Baseball gets four wickets. <laughs> yeah, he gets four for in <laughs> a row. four for in a row. No, Black Caps, for sure. They're, 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 but, they're flying. Something's working over there. This mm. young, well, it's not. We say young, inexperienced squad they got over there. It's really working. Uh, Saturday, 12.05 p.m. <sighs> this, is this is the game of the round in uh, Farah Palmer Cup, definitely. Canterbury is at Rugby Park, so if you're around the Christchurch area, you want to go watch some footy, head along. Canterbury Women versus Auckland Storm. Ooh, it's good. I'm taking Canterbury. Canterbury, um, mate, they got something special down there. Kendra Cox edges back. Um, they both won convincing, but I'm taking taking Canterbury girls. Yeah, they home. take all the imports, Canterbury. I'm taking them. They're all homegrown. Homegrown, Kimpy. Homegrown? Homegrown, mate. Where's she? Where's she really from? Kendra. Kendra. Well, she no, she's she, <laughs> <laughs> you know like you know like she's seen the light. You like should have da- seen like, the light, Kimby. Like Daggy, he's homegrown. Homegrown, but where's he really Northwood? from? I'm I'm, Can- <laughs> I'm from Canbay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Canterbury. I actually Canterbury should have a listen to that off the back fence because they should have an auction. Because oh, <laughs> now, all. now, all right. Um, Saturday, five pm. Raiders, Raiders, Warriors, GOO Stadium in Canberra. I, I actually think the Warriors. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Come on, this is the one, Stace. Yeah, Warriors. I'm going Warriors. Please, just give us some some light. We need some light in, in sport at the moment, and I feel like the Warriors are going to give us that. Something to cheer for? I'd love to next week come in and, and just talk some positive, something positive out of this. Like Chanel Harris, Davida having a, a performance, Dejan Asi coming back into the fold and running an absolute, you know, a, a, Masterclass. What if we got our audience, what if we got everyone on side and we did a thing called the blackout and we gave New Zealand rugby what they wanted and didn't talk rugby for a full week? We talked only Warriors. That would You'd love that, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd love that. Because nah, then we get sick of that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do a little bit of everything. Uh, Warriors. Um, oh, I just... I need to see them do it before I can. But I love what they've done with Reese Walsh and Kempe. Going back to what your point earlier in the show... What Stacey said is you could take it two ways. I just think that was such a great way to put it. And to hear that he hasn't sulked and he's still trying to keep his stock high, we might see something quite special from the interchange. He might be a revolution in the halves. A hundred percent. And against, I think it's going to be a close game, like they normally are. The games against Canberra, he can be he can be a massive difference coming off the bench in the fourteen jersey. Masterstroke, I'm feeling from Stacey Jones. I remember I got dropped against the Brumbies. Onto the bench, and I was angry and I hated the world. But before that, I was cruising. I got comfortable. I got complacent. I thought it was just a given that I was going to be playing. I got dropped. We went over there, come off the bench, played outstanding, and um, got got my position back. So look, you look at the, you turn it into a positive. Your positive is going to be um, Reese Walsh maybe getting out there and, and putting on a performance. Who did you get dropped for? Um, uh, Tom Marshall. Tom Tojo. Marshall. Yeah, yeah, who's, he was class anyway. Went off to play for the Chiefs, the trader. He went off to play for the <laughs> Chiefs. He went overseas. Mate, the most fittest bloke I've ever seen. You get him out there running yo-yos, you get him out there conditioning guys, just runs all day, mate. Big ticker. Goes all day. Yeah, Goes all day. That, I know what that was like. Goes out. All night, come and run a PB, <laughs> run a PB on the yo-yo. I'm like, how do you do it? You're sort of guy. Okay, last one, Open Cup. 
2.49 Saturday, New Plymouth Raceway. If you're in Taranaki, head down, watch this. It'll be a great race. Who are you guys going with? Final call. Black Current Jam. Yep, yeah, I'm going after Bruce Sharrock's namesake, Jam. Hmm. You? Jam. Darcy LaBella. Quinella. Yeah. I've got Darcy LaBella on top, but I just think just... I'm never writing off Just Ask Me. And I think if anyone can carry the, fifth, the extra 5Ks, 5KGs, it's him. And here's one text to close us off. Here's one boy's Keely O'Hagan. She's done amazing things to make the game's high jump from Otaki country. Fiti country. Otaki, yep. Beautiful place down there, live in. And they've got some champions down there. Hey, I just want to quickly shout out to Izzy this week. Especially for uh, you know being a champion, brother. I know it's really hard with the All Blacks and all the stuff that we've had to talk about this week. Um, and uh, you've been great. I was meant to send you a text last night to say that, but I got bloody tied up again like I normally do. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, man, it's real cool that you've been able to sit here and, especially with someone like me that's got s- such an opinion, um, and just you know roll with the punches because it is, like you know what Baz is saying is such a positive out of, out of this is that the country, the fabric. In, in this country is all black mm. and that's why we care so much about when they do get something wrong that we want them to get it right and um, yeah just take my tip my hat to you this week mate for being a true champ and getting through that with us oh thanks Kimpy thanks Kimpy for logbook servicing you can rely on you need to make the right choice you need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications for real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty book in or book online at repcoservice.com